Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the winners of the 2021 NFL Draft. And we're getting right into it, Sam. This can be anything. I decided to open it up. It could be teams. It could be players. It could be whatever you want. It could be us just because we've already finished our 22 hours of coverage. But what do you think? Who are the winners in this draft? Or one winner? I think a few teams had exceptional drafts that we really liked. Um, I think the Cleveland Browns have continued an insane offseason of just, not even an offseason, just at least 12 full months of solid team building and solid moves across the board. Um, They got a a great fit from a schematic point of view in the first round with Greg Newsom, a cornerback. Um, Jeremiah Usukoromoa, the linebacker slash, you know, overhang coverage weapon in the second round. The Browns, I think, have continued to make phenomenal moves. The winner, though, my one winner, if I'm picking the one for the entire draft, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, Chicago Bears wide receiver, in theory, finally has a quarterback. It's been years in the making. It's been several teams. It's been college, the NFL, and maybe even high school looking at some numbers. Uh, Robinson may never have actually played with a good quarterback go through in the his list. life. You got to go through the list, Sam. Do you remember it all? What do we got? Christian Hackenberg in college. And people will say, oh, Hackenberg was great as a freshman. No, he wasn't. He was just dealing with superhuman Allen Robinson who made it look good. Um, so Hackenberg, we've had Blake Bortles. We've had Mitchell Trubisky. Obviously, Nick Foles. What else have we had? I'm, uh, what's the, the full list? Did Gabbert? He, did he catch Matt McGloin at Penn State? Oh, no. Did he have McGloin and then Hackenberg? That that's a possibility. I have to possibly. Go back and, yeah. I have to go back and check that. But um, and then you know, I think someone else brought this up before. You mentioned high school. Rob Bolden, who was a Penn State recruit, but was actually like a fifty percent passer or something like that in high school. So it's been a while. So we've decided yeah. to say since middle school, <laughs> potentially Allen Robinson has not had a good quarterback. Yeah, ever. Um, so this might be the first one. Now look, people are whinging in my mentions uh, all over Twitter that we don't know. We don't know what Justin Fields is. Maybe he sucks. Why are we assuming that he's going to pan out? And the reason we're assuming that is because we've seen him play college football for three years, right? And that's that's not no data. Sure, guys bust, and we don't, we, we don't have certainty that a good college quarterback or a good college prospect or NFL prospect is going to be a good NFL quarterback, But neither is it no information, right? Neither do we know nothing about this guy and are just throwing a dart at a board of potential available quarterbacks. If that was the case, there would be no difference in NFL history between any quarterback you select in the sixth round and a guy who goes in the top, you know, 15 of the first round. And there is. There is a significant difference. That doesn't mean that every one of those first rounders is a hit and, you know, you can guarantee they're not going to bust. But it is a pretty good indication that we do know a little bit of something about Justin Fields. And almost all of what we know is good. Yeah, I I agree, man. That's awesome. You've been waiting for this Allen Robinson take for a while. And even when we expected him to hit free agency, he gets franchise tagged. And we thought, okay, maybe he can go to Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. He can go pick his quarterback. He didn't get to, but the Bears went up and picked one for him. So happy for Allen Robinson. Good thing he didn't, though, because... Rogers might not be there. I know, right? What if he went to Green Bay? Or maybe that would uh, maybe that would keep Rogers in Green Bay. Who knows? Uh, you know, so I, I'm with you. You know, the Browns and Washington football team has done some really nice things, and I'm I'm going with I think an obvious one, but I'm going Trey Lance as the big winner here. Yeah. We've been saying this entire time that number three spot, whichever quarterback goes there, is the big winner. Now, I will say, 
I said this coming out of two, the 2017 draft, and let's see if, how right I was. I thought that the three quarterbacks in the first round all went to really good spots. I said Mitch Trubisky with the Bears. Mm. Turns out at the time wasn't the right regime. The next year, it was a good spot, but he's out. Deshaun Watson, kind of a good spot, but not really. I mean, it was, it was for, for a couple of years, it wasn't bad as far as the offense. Then they just fell apart. Well, yeah, it was a great spot until they systematically dismantled everything around him. I mean, it if seemed you think okay about it, at the time. Right. The Texans actually had a very good thing going for a while, but they, you know, trade away their best receiver. They have like, it's actually incredible how systematically they've dismantled that entire roster. So over time, I was wrong. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I said, hey, great spot. Went to Andy Reid, yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, nailed that. I really think all five quarterbacks this year went to good spots, though. Mac Jones falling to the Patriots, I think, works for him. Fields gets to be the guy with the Bears and Matt Nagy. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. But Trey Lance, obviously, is the big winner as far as going to Kyle Shanahan's scheme. Uh, trusting, I trust that Shanahan's going to work around that skill set. We talked about it a ton on today's PFF NFL podcast because we break down the entire NFC West and, and their draft. So. Uh, Trey Lance, man, he gets to go and develop under Kyle Shanahan. And if he plays this year, he's going to have more pass attempts this year than he had in all of his college career. So there's plenty of room to grow for Trey Lance, who's still just a baby when it comes to quarterbacking. I like that. I think that's a good call. Um, I mean, I was saying that, look, whoever goes number three, I think is going to win rookie of the year. Um, And I think that's true with Trey Lance as well. I don't even think he needs to start week one for that to happen. Remember, Justin Herbert didn't start on opening day and was the best rookie quarterback, set a rookie touchdown record. Trey Lance could easily sit for the first couple of weeks, come in and just smoke the season with Kyle Shanahan as his his offensive mastermind and and sew up rookie of the year. Um, Let me give you a couple more that I think are winners. Justin Herbert is a winner from this weekend. That's a really good one. Yes. The Chargers have done a phenomenal job this offseason of rebuilding an offensive line in front of him that was a problem even though he was managing to offset that problem for most of his rookie season. Um, They understood that it was an issue. They threw big money at Corey Lindsley. They bring in Matt Filer. And then in the draft, they don't just get a left tackle. They get a guy that a lot of people have as the number one left tackle on the board, like ahead of Panay Sewell, um, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. This is a guy that has good tape on more than one occasion against Chase Young. Right. Right. The best college edge rusher prospect we've ever seen was held fairly well in check by Rashawn Slater. Slater was supposed to be gone before the Chargers pick. We were giving him the third tackle, Christian Darasaw, in most mock drafts we were doing. He fell to their position and they get Rashawn Slater and sort of complete that rebuild on the offensive line. Suddenly, on paper, Justin Herbert's actually got a pretty good unit in front of him now. I like that. And that actually made me think of Kirk Cousins a little bit, but I'm not ready to go there. I, I love what the Vikings <laughs> did wheeling and dealing on the offensive line. We just don't really know if Christian Darasaw and Wyatt Davis are going to solidify that line, but potentially they are winners there. So I've got um, I've got one more and it's uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's not overlook the number one overall pick in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. This was the day where the Jaguars finally got to declare Hey, Trevor Lawrence, you are starting quarterback. You're, you are our guy. You're our best quarterback since the great Mark Brunel. You're going to carry us to the promised land. And, you know, we have been very cool to, you know, very keen to just, you know, cool expectations on Trevor Lawrence. You know, he doesn't step in and become Patrick Mahomes, but could he step in and be a top 12 quarterback, top 15 quarterback immediately? Absolutely. But there's always going to be that potential 
to jump up into the top five or 10 at any point. I love the fact that the Jaguars can be, you know, back on the radar. And I can't wait to watch Trevor Lawrence in their offense. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was a slam dunk. It was a can't miss. It was a gimme, whatever you want to term it. But it happened, right? Jacksonville have potentially now secured the quarterback that is being billed as the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck or since Peyton Manning or since John Elway, however far back you want to go. That's the company that Trevor Lawrence is keeping in terms of how good he is supposed to be. And that guy now plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that has been largely bad for the last decade plus with that one you know, brief period of success in, in, in 2017. But now they get a guy that can be a face of the franchise, can be a complete um, transformative force on what this team can be going forward. So good for good for the Jags. They get their Trevor Lawrence, and uh, I think they're a big winner in this draft. I got one more, and I can't believe you didn't think of it. Yes. Alejandro Villanueva. Teams have come out of the draft with a need at left tackle, which means the phone is going to be ringing for Alejandro Villanueva. I, I was told to lay off the Alejandro Villanueva. <laughs> you know, that was on the main here. pod, though. You're okay on the daily. Oh, you yeah, haven't mentioned it. Yeah, somebody go pick up Ali Villanueva. There's a lot of left tackle needs. Um, also, hey, look, how about just veterans in general? There are a lot of veterans out there. Uh, sure. A lot of, you know, a lot of needs were filled in, the, filled in the draft, but there are still some big ones out there. And we'll be talking all about them on the main PFF NFL podcast. It's NFL draft review week. So be sure to get to the main podcast and subscribe. And of course, thanks to everybody for tuning into the daily. Who are your biggest winners of the 2021 NFL draft? It's the PFF NFL daily.